Good night, everybody. Live from Trump country, Tennessee, on rumble.com slash LFA TV. This is ungoverned. I like the way we say it's Trump country now. We're in election season. Super Tuesday's next week. First time we're ever going to be able to. I'm, I've never participated in a Super Tuesday. New York didn't vote on Super Tuesday. And this is Trump country. We're in Tennessee. It's great. We're ready to rock and roll here on a Wednesday hump day, Trump day. What would be the last day of February, but we have a leap year tomorrow. It's leap year. We get so because everybody's happy about this. An extra day of Black History Month. How nice is that? Uh, So that's where we are. So tomorrow uh, we'll have a leap year video. Trump is going to have a statement, of course, on uh, leap year uh, and uh, all of the goings on. Uh, with regards to the leap year, it's exciting. Uh, anyway, we are we're here. We have a uh, we have a very 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 packed show today. Obviously, the Michigan primary was yesterday, and Michigan delivered. They absolutely delivered. But more than just more than just uh, delivering a win for Trump. All right. Oh, I almost forgot to say good evening in the words of John Fetterman. Good night, everybody. Wow. To the ungovernables, the captain's crew, the LFA family, and McGroin Nation. Good evening, everybody. We're here. We're rolling. Michigan delivered in a big way. But not just not just the fact that Donald Trump won every county. Not that he won by 40-plus points. He fell just short of 45. Not that he won by 40-plus points. Okay. He won, and you know, obviously, there's an uncommitted line. There's a, there are, are other lines on the on the ballot. Uh, the head-to-head primary would show you he would have won by 45 plus. He won by 40 points, 40 plus points anyway. But Michigan delivered more information than just the primary election for Trump. Michigan delivered some real bad information. Real bad indicators for Joe Biden. You think the Democrats, you think the Biden regime is pro-Hamas? You thought they were pro-Hamas before? Wait until you see what comes out of this White House, what comes out of this regime with regards to Israel and Hamas after yesterday. You say, what are you talking about? 100,000 people in Michigan at the behest of Piggy Smalls, Rashida Tlaib. Specifically concentrated in Dearborn, Michigan. Where, if that sounds familiar, it should. Last year, Dearborn, Michigan was the site of very well-attended Muslim protests against the radical trans agenda in the schools because you can't do that in 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 a Muslim house. You cannot be a boy who thinks he's a girl and start wearing girl's clothes and daddy I'm a girl nope nope no 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 nope that ain't gonna fly in a Muslim household okay Dearborn Michigan now obviously a a very large concentration of Muslim Americans that live there at the behest of Piggy Smalls Rashida Tlaib voted uncommitted Donald Trump overperforming I think what a lot of people thought were gonna happen in Michigan because look here's, here's what happens right Michigan you hear about there's a primary coming It's not close. The polls are showing an insurmountable gap. I figure maybe a lot of people were going to stay home. Maybe a lot of people were going to stay home, not vote for Trump. Haley is whatever. He's going to win anyway. 
The guy got almost 800,000 votes. I'm looking at the uh, the vote tallies now out of Michigan. 759,280 votes for Donald Trump yesterday in this primary. And he won every single county. It was the thumbnail today. It was a clean sweep in Michigan. And again, we're going to talk about those returns. We're going to talk about those results and what they mean. But it's not just that Trump won every county, as I'm going to flash on the screen for you right here. Not not just that Trump won every single county in Michigan. It's what happened on the other side of the ballot as well with the Democrats. Very, very troubling indicators if you are Joe Biden. 100% uncommitted because Rashida Tlaib is unhappy with Joe Biden supporting Israel over Hamas, or at least taking a slightly pro-Israel stance. So now what happens if you're, if you're Joe Biden? Do you sacrifice 100,000 votes in Michigan, a state that was not decided by that much in 2020? We'll have to look that up, the 2020 election results in, uh, in Michigan. Let's see. Let me see if I could find that. 2020 election results. Michigan. Do you, if you're Joe Biden, do you, if you're Joe Biden, risk losing that? He he won that race, according to what they're saying, by 150,000 votes. And a lot of them were, you know, sh- you know, shenanigans and figazi votes. Okay. 100,000 uncommitted. How many people are also now, if he, if he turns his back On the folks that just voted for him in the primary, how many of them are not going to vote for Joe Biden? He's between a rock and a hard place. It's not good if you're Joe Biden. It's great if you're us. We can, again, as we said yesterday, not get comfortable, but keep pushing that momentum, keep building the momentum, keep moving forward. Mitch McConnell, ding dong, the Mitch is dead. He's not actually dead yet, Uh, but he is stepping down as the uh, Senate minority leader, potentially the, the majority leader, if all goes well in November. So that's nice that he's no longer going to be in a position of power. Mitch McConnell stepping down. Everybody's very happy about that. He'll be doing that in November. We've got a couple more violent crimes committed by illegal immigrants because, as I said, we're not going to let that go. We're not letting stories like this go. There, We are getting new stories, fresh. Boom, bap, I'm going to touch it. New stories. Every single day about illegal immigrants committing violent crimes. Just like last year, we were getting news stories every day about businesses closing in the Pacific Northwest and in the East, you know, in the Northeast, Philadelphia, New York, et cetera, Detroit, okay, Chicago, all over the country, these Democrat-run cities, businesses couldn't survive because of Democrat policies. Well, now people are having a hard time surviving, literally, because of Democrat policies, Their privacy, their security, their safety is at risk, and they're being put in harm's way because of the invasion on the southern border. Two more disgusting crimes committed, uh, or allegedly, uh, we could say, committed, that we will point out in the second half of the show. And uh, we will also, we also have a new Harvard poll that, you know, the wild card with Donald Trump and his approval ratings and everything was, well, if he gets convicted, a lot of things change. If we get to it at the end of the show, if we have time, if not, we'll definitely talk about this tomorrow on the pre-record. Uh, that might not be the case anymore. The conviction may not matter anymore. Again, people want their life to go back to the way it was. Things were better under Donald Trump. They were better 
under Donald Trump. And everybody knows it. Everybody remembers it. This isn't a new phenomenon. Everybody knows it. Everybody remembers what life was like between 2017 and 2021. Everyone knows. And everyone wants that back. Thank you to everybody who tuned into the Twitter spaces uh, just before O'Keefe Media Group. Uh, I was contacted by them uh, a little while ago, and they said, hey, you want to come mix it up, have some fun in one of our spaces? They, they recorded an encounter between James O'Keefe and Judge Arthur Engeron at a gym on Long Island. And uh, I was able to come in. I was, you know, Donald Trump reacts to it in the space, and everyone was laughing. It was a good time. We love James O'Keefe. He's a, a great guy. He's doing amazing work. Uh, and he happens to think I'm funny. So that's really good. If we can make James O'Keefe laugh in the middle of all of his very serious journalism, we're very happy with that as well. So we had a good time in that space. Alex Stein was in there. A couple of other folks were in there uh, listening. And, uh, and and it seemed like everybody had enjoyed themselves. So a big hat tip to O'Keefe Media. And if you're coming here from there uh, as a new follower on X or anywhere that you saw that, uh, welcome. Welcome to the show. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, rumble.com slash LFA TV. It's completely free. Subscribe to us on audio as well and check out the website, Farish Media, F-A-R-A-S-H media.com, Farish media.com. Check out the website. We will uh, be more than happy to have you on the ungovernable email list. You can order a custom message there as well. I can record your voicemail, et cetera, et cetera. So let's take a look at all that now. Before we get to uh, all of the juicy stuff in today's show, I want to get to a word from our friends at Switch2USA.com. Take a look at this quick video right here. We all want to make a difference in our country and, and make change, but we don't all have the ability to do so. A lot of people are busy. They can't join school boards. They can't get on borough council, but they can change where they shop. And it's just shopping, it's that simple. We're gonna link arms and we're gonna shop right here at this American factory. They make the products and they're all natural and they're good for us and they're affordable. Everything's made here in the USA. That is switched to number two, USA.com. You see it on your screen if you're watching on rumble.com slash LFA TV. If you're listening on audio, switch the number two, USA.com. We've been talking about how the world has been going crazy. With supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, and sky-high gas prices, we know how the big box stores were allowed to stay open the entire time. While so many little guys, small business owners, and regular people were forced to close, the wealthiest on the planet became better off while mom and pop suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? Well, you can vote with your dollars. That is how you make a difference. This is a call to action. Switch away. Excuse me. Switch away from the big box conglomerates and shop factory direct at a made-in-America manufacturer for all of your monthly consumables. Toothpaste, shaving cream, laundry detergent, shampoo, healthy snacks, and now grass-fed beef all delivered right to your door. Switch away from made in China. Switch to made in the USA. It's one of the best ways to get around the crazy inflation. Shop with a family-owned company that puts their customers first rather than shareholders and corporate executives. Join the parallel economy. Join the massive sweep that has been happening through Patriot Nation. And decide today that you want to be a part of the movement to cut off their cash flow. Sign up at switch2usa.com. Switch2usa.com. That is switch2usa.com. Switch2usa.com. Folks, next is uh, stress. Stress may be the reason why you are having a hard time losing weight. If you have moderate to high stress, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean, L-E-A-N, Lean, could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. 
And stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you all know about stress eating and sugar cravings. Now, the good news, the studied ingredients in lean, L-E-A-N, have been, show, have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar, help metabolize uh, metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. If your life is a bit stressful and you want to lose weight, Add lean, L-E-A-N, to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Get 15% off and free shipping at TakeLean.com. Tango Alpha Kilo Echo. Lima Echo Alpha November.com. TakeLean.com. And enter code LFA15. Lima Foxtrot Alpha 15 for 15% off. That's promo code LFA15 at TakeLean.com. TakeLean.com. Promo code LFA15. As we always say, statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and this product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and is not a substitute for alternative for care from a healthcare provider. That is TakeLean.com, promo code LFA15, TakeLean.com, promo code LFA15. Last but not least is the LFA TV store. That is right there, located at the LFA TV website, Lima, Foxtrot Alpha, TangoVictor.com. Uniform Sierra, LFATV.us. Click on the store tab. You click on that LFA TV store tab, and you will see all of the amazing merchandise right here at the LFA TV store. It's the best way to support the channel and get some cool merch at the same time. All sorts of shirts, all sorts of hoodies, winter hats and coffee, coffee mugs and music, baseball caps and tank tops and sweatpants and all sorts of good stuff. At the LFA TV store, located on the LFA TV website, that's LFATV.us. Click on the store tab, or you can go right to the store by going to JeremyHerald.com slash store. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching and listening and being here today. Let's go quickly to the live chat. I see everybody saying their hellos. Bad Moon is out there. Bad Moon said before he likes the hand turtle almost as much as Mo. This is Mo. This was the honorary hedgehog uh, that we used when Kevin McCarthy was speaker. And we said that Marjorie Taylor Greene was doing all the things that he wanted because she was honking his hedgehog underneath the speaker's desk. Now, Marjorie Taylor Greene has since done something very good, I have to say. Because you know what we do on the show? We give credit where credit is due. She is having, uh, she is going to advance the, uh, I believe it's called the either the Justice For or the Remembering Matthew Perna Act in Congress, and she invited Jerry Perna to speak about it. So uh, that is very important uh, as well. So credit where it's due. If they can advance that act further, great work by Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's a shame uh, that she was uh, not very good while McCarthy was speaker, but she has since kind of mellowed out and gone back to her roots. So if the hedgehog honking has stopped, maybe that's a good thing. Darth Vader mug. Vanilla spice tea. Let's rock and roll. Biden struggles mightily in Michigan. You say, wait a second. He didn't struggle mightily. He won the Michigan primary by a, a great, a great margin, right? He won the Michigan primary by, you know, uh, 68 points. Donald Trump only won by 41 points. Okay, well, Donald Trump had a more serious contender than Joe Biden. But the biggest part, the biggest part and the biggest, uh, piece of information that we can say about Joe Biden and this issue in and his issues in Michigan, his struggles, if you want to call them that, and we will call them that in Michigan, is not just that, you know, you only won by 80 something or 60 something points. It was this whole idea of the uncommitted voters, right? Now, what were the uncommitted voters? This is something that Rashida Tlaib, Piggy Smalls, we call her Piggy Smalls, Rashida, remember Rashida, 
She said that President Biden, we're not going to let you off the hook for this. Rashida Tlaib, and we will, I'm going to look for that, that clip. Here it is right here. Listen to what she says uh, at the end of this. We stand with Israel. President, the American people are not with you on this one. Innocent civilians are going to be hurt going forward. I wish I could tell you something different. I wish that that wasn't going to happen, uh, but it is, it is going to happen. I want to thank President Biden for his unequivocal support. Remember in 2024. So that was Piggy Smalls in a video that she made. That's Rashida Tlaib, Piggy Smalls, a video that she made. You better support a ceasefire or don't count on us. She said the same thing. Remember at the you can cry. Remember this? Continue to watch people. We're gonna fast forward a bit it's through okay. it. Nothing. And America's with you on this one. Here we go. Something is wrong. And so I'm telling you right now. President Biden, not all America's with you on this one. And you need to wake up and understand that. We are literally, literally watching people commit genocide and killing a vast majority just like this, and we still stand by and say nothing. We will remember this, but all of you, you need to know, I swear to God, Allah, you are on the right side of history. You are. You're doing... All right, we get the point with Rashida Tlaib and the, alle- the crocodile... T- I almost said alligator tears. The crocodile tears. That's not the euphemism. The crocodile... You know what? I got alligator tears, man. Hey, come on, it's not a, not a joke. Not a joke. I got, I got hairy legs. Uh, you saw Tlaib. She's threatening that her people, her peeps, the Piggy Smalls posse, right? They are going to sit out the election... But how serious was that? And was that actually going to carry over from the October, November time period when it was still fresh on everybody's mind? How serious were they? Well, here are those results. And here is a bit of that answer. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, you can see here, he won 81 percent to 13 percent. But the second place finisher was not an actual candidate. It was uncommitted voters. And what Talib said she wanted people to do was go and vote uncommitted to, to, to show Joe Biden how many votes he would be losing out on in Michigan if he did not support the ceasefire that Hamas doesn't actually support, by the way. Hamas doesn't actually support. 101,108 uncommitted voters 
voted yesterday, or voters voted uncommitted yesterday in Michigan. That's a big deal. 13% of the Democrat electorate does not want to vote for Joe Biden in Michigan. The, the, the numbers that, what's your name got, Marianne Williamson? The 22,000, they'll vote for Biden in, in the general election. But those 101,000 voters, that can swing the state very, very easily. Now, that's part of the struggle that Joe Biden is in because he's either going to appease Tlaib and those 101,000 people. But if he does, the folks in Michigan that are Democrats but still think, you know, oh, I stand with Israel, they may be the ones getting alienated now. They may be the ones that are, that are getting alienated now and don't come out and vote. Now, I want to go to this next clip. Because CNN, fake news, you know, they're the fake news. These are terrible people. And again, I apologize if there's any sort of, uh, any sort of connection issues or glitching going on. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what to do about that. It's that rumble and everything has been having some problems lately. So uh, just bear with it um, because there's, there's literally nothing on our side uh, that we can do at this point. Anyway, we have this clip from CNN. Lee Zeldin was on CNN last night and Lee Zeldin was, you know, it's weird that CNN has a guy like Zeldin on They say they have a Republican on, they're going to have Lee Zeldin on. And Lee Zeldin is a very good Republican. He's a staunch conservative. He's a big supporter of Donald Trump. But you got to see what he did to CNN, what he did to CNN yesterday, he made them squirm. And it was it was really, really funny. Before we get to the Zeldin clip, though, I want to show you CNN squirming over what took place in Dearborn, Michigan yesterday. This shows you that uncommitted voter issue is an actual issue in Michigan. Take a look at this. This is what Joe Biden received. Again, forgive me, 1,141 votes. Dean Phillips, 54 votes. An uncommitted, make sure I get this right, 3,703 votes. So that's a wow. If you look at it this way, this is 23%. And this is 75%. Um, And so this is just the city of Dearborn, but that is where the biggest pocket of the Muslim American, the Arab American population. This is a place President Biden carried big time in 2020. This is key to his chances of defeating Donald Trump in Michigan again. That is Wayne County, Michigan, folks. Wayne County, that's Detroit. 75% of the Democrat voters that came out and voted in the primary yesterday in the Detroit area, the county where Detroit is located, did not vote in favor of Joe Biden and instead protested during the primary. That is very significant. Not only is that significant, but this primary in Michigan was nobody. It was never in doubt for anybody, right? It was never in doubt. Everyone knew Trump was going to win. Everyone figured he was going to win by a wide margin. It wasn't a surprise to see him win by 40 points or if he'd only won by 35. It wouldn't be a surprise. You know, if the race was close, like 10 or so points inside of 10 points, then you would have seen, you know, people talk about, oh, what happened to Trump in Michigan? But he won by 40 plus points and it wasn't a surprise. But this 
is the 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 as Gateway Pundit calls it the truth bomb. This is what Joe Biden received. Not Again, that. Me, not 1, that. This is the truth bomb that was dropped on CNN by Lee Zeldin last night. They have Zeldin on. You know, Zeldin's a kind of soft-spoken guy. He's he's a hard-nosed strong conservative, but he's not going to hit you over the head the way Trump does, right? He's not going to go on CNN and call Caitlyn Collins a nasty person. That's just not what Zeldin's going to do. He may want to do it, but that's not what he's going to do. It's not how he is. So they have him on. He drops a truth bomb. Watch these people squirm with what Lee Zeldin says. That's why I love it. It's like a silent assassin kind of. Watch this. You know, there, there's a big enthusiasm gap. If you, if you look right now, there's you know, 26, 27% of the vote in. Uh, between the, the Democratic turnout, the Republican turnout. Uh, the Republican turnout is right now far trouncing the, the Democratic turnout. Um, and that's the percentage of, of the total vote that we're waiting to come in. It'll be interesting to see what comes in from Wayne County. Yes, I get that. But President Trump's number at the moment is actually more than all of the Democratic Party primary voters together. So I, I would say that President Trump, when looking at the amount of people who are coming out to vote for him mm -hmm. tonight, would be very encouraged by the amount of votes that Anderson he is getting compared so, to all the Democrats go. okay. uh, who have right. shown up. It's, it's yeah, he said, we got to go. Did you hear that? They cut him off. Well, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Because Lee Zeldin was pointing out that the amount of people who voted for Trump far outweighed and outnumbered the amount of people that voted for all of the Democrats. All right. So let's do a little bit of rough math right now. We'll go back to those results. We'll go back to the results that I uh, that I had on the screen for you earlier, and these are the most uh, these are the most updated results that I have access to. Maybe the numbers are different, maybe they're not. But Joe Biden, you saw, gained uh, north of six hundred eighteen thousand votes, so that's six hundred eighteen thousand four hundred fifty nine plus another hundred one thousand one hundred eight. Okay, so you look at the Biden numbers: six eighteen four fifty nine plus one hundred one. 108, right? Plus, Marianne Williamson got 22,711 votes. Why did she get that many votes? I have no idea. But 22,000 people thought it was a good idea to vote for Marianne Williamson. That brings up, that is a total of 742,278 votes. Donald Trump yesterday, these are the same, this is the same website, it's NBC News, they give you the county-by-county county breakdown where Donald Trump won every county, I put it on the screen for you right there, 742,278 total Democrat votes, okay? Donald Trump gained 759,280 votes, nearly 760, nearly 18,000 more votes, nearly 18,000 more people came out and voted for Trump than for all of the Democrats combined. So when Lee Zeldin points out an enthusiasm gap, now the Democrats were very enthusiastic last night. Some of them were enthusiastic to prove a point to Joe Biden that they may not vote for him, even if it's only 50,000 votes, okay, in Michigan. Even if it's only 50,000 votes, or, or voters that come out and, and don't vote in this Michigan, uh, in, in the general election in Michigan. That can still sway the election. That could sway the state. Because in 2016, it was an even closer margin than it was in 2020. 2020, the vote total allegedly said that it was, uh, you know, uh, 150,000 votes in, more in favor of Biden than Trump. 
after all the shenanigans. But in 2016, it was closer to 10,000 votes. 200, uh, 2,279,543 for Trump, 2,268,839 for Clinton. That's just north of 10,000. That's just north of a, of a, of a 10,000 vote margin. So if only half of those uncommitted voters come out and, uh, and stay home, that can go ahead and flip the state in favor of Donald Trump uh, in the 2024 election. These are big takeaways that, you know, you look at a 41-point win and say, all right, let's go, we'll move on to Super Tuesday. Michigan is going to be a very important state in the 2024 election. It's a, it's a swing state, and Donald Trump is leading in polls by a comfortable margin, four points in some in some polls uh, regarding Michigan, four points in some of those polls. And if they're dealing with this uncommitted voter stuff because of what Rashida Tlaib has essentially leveraged, you know, she leveraged a lot of the people, the Muslim community in Michigan, to sit home and not vote for Biden out of protest because of the Israel and Hamas conflict. Well, then Joe Biden could be in a lot more trouble in Michigan than just what those polls suggest. And again, there is a good number of those voters who voted for Nikki Haley, who I do believe will be voting for Donald Trump in the 2024 election. Because Democrats didn't come out there and and, and participate that much in this one. It's a little different. So the Haley vote will probably go Trump. The 33,000 uncommitted vote, a portion of that will probably go Trump in Michigan. Joe Biden is in trouble. And if he's in trouble in Michigan, he's in trouble in Wisconsin. And if he's in trouble in Wisconsin, he's in trouble in Pennsylvania as well. And if those three states go back to Donald Trump in the 2024 election, it's game over. The Democrats can't win. And I got news for you. If he's in as much trouble in those three states, he's probably in trouble in Virginia He may be in trouble in Nevada. He's definitely in trouble in Arizona, but you know Maricopa is going to do what they do. He may even be in trouble in a place like Minnesota. So that's the the biggest takeaways from Michigan last night. Donald Trump wins every county, won by a lot of points. It's nice to say he crushed her, and he did. But the enthusiasm that was highlighted by Lee Zeldin, that enthusiasm gap, that's not to be overlooked. That's not to be downplayed. That's very significant. We'll see how that translates now into Super Tuesday. That's very significant. These, these spam bots are, are easily the most annoying thing yeah. in the world. It's kind of crazy. Pew, pew. But Brennan is knocking them down. Uh, real quick, obviously, yeah, there's not much to say about this story. Mitch McConnell stepping down. What are we going to do? I'm going to do a whole show on the fact that a, a turtle announces resignation? I'm not. But he is stepping down. It's a nice thing to see. We got very important stuff to get to in the second half of the show. So I just want to briefly touch on this. Mitch McConnell, celebrate. That's fine. You know, Mitch is gone. The, the cocaine Mitch, uh, the turtle, you know, we're going to hurdle this on the floor of the Senate. When he freezes, you know, there, that's great. A big I don't know gap. why this keeps happening. Right now, there's you know, 26, 26. There's Lee Zeldin again. I love him, but I didn't expect him to play there. Anyway, we have uh, a bunch to talk about in the second half of the show. Before we get to that, I want to get to a word from our friends over at Let's Go. Brandon Token, a little bit of a pullback today uh, with Bitcoin, which was to be expected. You know, it ran up, up, up. It has to come back and correct a little bit. But there's no doubt about the fact that crypto right now has entered a wild just a, 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 a break back 
uh, unbelievable bull market right now. Uh, and it's nice to know a little bit about crypto. So this is Let's Go Brandon Token right here. Uh, folks, it's time to take a deep dive into the world of crypto, where innovation meets freedom and community empowerment. This is Let's Go Brandon Token. Now it sets them apart as a unique approach to giving back. With every transaction made using the token, 2% goes directly to the America First wallet, which is then used to donate to America First candidates, causes, and charities that align with the values that you all hold dear. Let's Go Brandon Token also rewards its holders by dispersing 7% of that buy and sell tax back to the community. So you earn passive income with every transaction that is made using the token. Now, that's not all. Whether you're new to the world of crypto or looking to expand your knowledge, Let's Go Brandon Token's got you covered. They're offering self-paced crypto classes designed specifically for beginners, which will give you the confidence and the knowledge to navigate the ever-changing crypto landscape with ease. Visit the website today, letsgobrandontoken.com. To learn more and become a, a, a part of the incredible movement to embrace freedom, empower the community, and make a positive impact together. As always, investing in crypto does involve risk, and it's important to do your own research before making any investment decisions. This message obviously is not financial advice, but it is friendly advice to check out letsgobrandontoken.com, letsgobrandontoken.com. Next up is CB Distillery. That is Charlie Bravo Distillery. Folks, we talked about stress in the beginning of the show. Uh, talked about it a lot, and... It's something that impacts everybody, and CBD could actually be a big-time solution for you if you're struggling with stress. If your medicine cabinet is crammed with stuff that doesn't work, a lot of people have this problem, you're still not sleeping, you're still in a considerable amount of pain, and you're stressed out. That's how it was for me. Clear out your medicine cabinet like I did and reset your health with CBD from CB Distillery. Folks, it has been an absolutely amazing change. CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality clean ingredients. No fluff, no fillers, just pure effective CBD solutions designed specifically to support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm. 80% of customers said that CBD helped with their pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% of customers said they slept much better with CBD. If you struggle with a health concern and you haven't found relief yet, make the change like I did to CB, Charlie Bravo Distillery, with over 2 million customers and a solid 100% money-back guarantee. CB Distillery is the source to trust. I have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com, charliebravodistillery.com. Use the code LFA for 20% off. That is cbdistillery.com. You see it on your screen if you're watching rumble.com slash LFA TV. Promo code LFA, CB, Charlie Bravo, distillery.com. Promo code Lima Foxtrot Alpha for 20% off of your order at cbdistillery.com. Folks, hit that thumbs up button as we continue on this afternoon. Massive takeaways from the Michigan primary. Joe Biden in a whole heck of a lot of trouble. And another reason why... People are coming and thinking about voting for Donald Trump. We mentioned it in the beginning, quality of life, right? Your quality of life when Donald Trump was your president was higher than that of when, it, when Joe Biden was your president. It's that simple. You're going to the supermarket. You're not getting clubbed over the head at the checkout because you decided to buy two dozen eggs, right? Your cost of living hasn't drastically increased while your wages remain stagnant. Under Trump, we were making more money. We were saving more money. The markets were booming. 401ks were doing very well. Everybody was very happy about where they were going to be in retirement. People were healthy. Gas was cheap. There were no new wars for the first time in a very long time. There was peace in the Middle East. New trade agreements being signed everywhere. Life was better 
under Donald Trump. You cannot argue that. It is an indisputable fact. Now, there may be personal things that happened in your life that didn't that wouldn't be happening because of politics. Maybe somebody got sick or something. That's different. What I'm saying is your quality of life that is influenced by the political ecosystem and the political, the goings on in politics and with your government was much better under Trump. You can't argue that we weren't sending taxpayer. We were still sending too much in foreign aid, but Ukraine wasn't sucking us dry. It wasn't a disaster like that. Okay. So that leads me to the next portion. One of the reasons why quality of life was better is because we had control over our border. The southern border, as we have talked about on this show a million times, and that clip that I put up on uh, on Twitter, LFA TV, put up on, uh, on Twitter as well, at LFATV.us, say their names. There are people every single day that are being impacted by the southern border invasion in states that generally wouldn't have these problems. There are new crimes being committed. There are new victims turning up every day because of the border invasion. So let's move to, let me ask you a question, Brennan. Does Louisiana border Mexico? No, No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Louisiana does not border Mexico. Okay. Does Maryland border Mexico? No. No. Maryland does not border Mexico either. But let's go to Louisiana, shall we? A Honduran illegal immigrant, an illegal alien, an invader, that's the real term, that's the better term, has been arrested for the rape of a 14-year-old. Here we go again. I don't know how many times I have to say it. I don't know how many times I have to play this clip, but I mentioned that Children are being targeted by these illegals. We said this last week. Watch it again. You're not wasting your time when you watch Ungovern. This is why I asked you to hit the thumbs up button. This is why I asked you to share the show. Here's the clip from last week. These people who are coming into our country, not all of them, not even most of them, but enough of them are coming into the country and causing a lot of problems. There was another revolt at a Randall's Island illegal alien shelter where NYPD officers were attacked again. There was a Somali terrorist arrested in Minnesota. There was a child killed in Texas by a five-time deported illegal immigrant who killed a 10-year-old boy walking home from school in a DUI incident. There are incidents all over the country of illegal immigrants committing horror. We're not talking about little, oh, you know, they shoplifted a monster from a 7-Eleven. You're not supposed to do that either. But you know what? That's kind of like, all right, whatever. You're grasping at straws. They're killing people. They're, they're, They're targeting kids. We talked about it a few months ago. An illegal immigrant in Maryland raped several minors on a trail near D.C. in Maryland. Rape, folks. Drugs. The members that attacked the New York Police Department officers in New York City, the the Amigos, were a part of a violent Venezuelan street gang. They're not coming here in search of a better life. They're coming here because they can. This is all on Joe Biden. So there it was. And we've been talking about this, and we've been talking about this for months. That just happens to be the most recent clip. I like that clip. I play it. We've been talking about this for months. When you don't know who's coming into your country and you refuse to vet them and you throw the door open, anybody can enter, including monsters like this. 
a 14-year-old girl now, traumatized for the rest of her life because some bad hombre got into this country when he wasn't supposed to get into this country. Totally preventable. The Lake and Riley situation, totally preventable. Molly Tibbetts, totally preventable. The 10-year-old in Texas, totally preventable. This, preventable. If you're not throwing your border wide open, folks, and you're not asking these people, you're not encouraging these people to come in, this monster may not get into the country. This on the Gateway Pundit, Joe Biden's America. Another illegal alien was arrested for raping a child. What is it with these illegal immigrants and going after kids? What is the big deal? Why do they do this? These are sick, disgusting people that your president decided he was letting into the country. Your president. To the audience, I know you're going to be like, well, he's not my president. I didn't vote. He's still your president, unfortunately. This is why, again, I ask you to share the show. We have gone every single day this week with new stories. This is not the same story that we talked about on Monday. This is not the same story that we talked about yesterday. Now, we've gone three days in a row with sex crimes, rapes, murders, New stories committed by illegal aliens. We covered a bunch of them last week as well. Four illegals on a train in Chicago strangled somebody. The 10-year-old in Texas. We can rehash it all we want. This is going to continue if we do not win the 2024 election. Go back and watch Monday's show. This is an issue that I am not going to let go. This is one of the most consequential issues and influential issues going into the 2024 election. Do you think the average American voter, the independent voter, who sometimes doesn't even participate in presidential elections, do you think they want to risk going out to a Walmart, a Kroger, a stop and shop in the Northeast, going for a run near their college. Do you think they want that? Do you think they want their children to be in an environment where some of these people are just lurking, getting ready to do really horrific things, specifically to minors? 19-year-old Angel Matias Castellanos, Oriana, raped a minor teen at knife point on February 20th and stabbed a man multiple times in the face on February 25th, according to police. That is what is crossing the border. Not every one of these people that cross the border illegally is this person or is this type of violent person. The point is you have thrown the border wide open so people like this can come in here without any resistance. Again, He raped a minor teen at knife point and stabbed on February 20th. And then five days later, stabbed a man multiple times in the face. These people are in our country. WVUE, Louisiana, a 19-year-old Honduran man has been arrested in Kenner following a series of violent crimes, according to police. The Kenner Police Department says the investigation began on Tuesday, February 20th, when it was notified of a rape of a 14-year-old girl at knife point. Angel Matias Castellano Soriano was uh, uh, 
identified as the suspect. Police says Castellanos was in the United States illegally. Illegally. Indiscriminately, you're getting picked off in society. Raped, stabbed, attacked, jumped. Your cars are getting broken into. Again, not every person crossing the border is a bad person. The majority of them are probably not inherently bad people. But the fact that we're not vetting, the fact that there's no process, it's just come on in. That's how these people get in. Next, because we're not done yet. Let's go to Maryland. Brennan, I'm going to check back with you right now in Maryland. Has anything changed in the last 15 minutes? Does Maryland border Mexico? No. No. Maryland does not border Mexico. And people with nothing to hide do what? They hide stuff. They hide stuff. No. Mexico and Maryland are not, they don't share a border with one another. So let's go to Maryland. As I mentioned in the clip last week, we've talked about this story. We've covered it. There were teenage girls or young young women raped on, on hiking trails in Maryland. Now you have an illegal immigrant, a Salvadoran illegal immigrant, arrested in Maryland in connection with the murder of a two-year-old. So please tell me, your open borders, what good is it doing anybody in this country? It's not doing anybody any good. Salvadoran illegal immigrant arrested in Maryland in connection with the murder of a two-year-old. Trejo Granados is the fifth suspect to be charged in the Cacaris case. Police have arrested a fifth suspect in connection with the murder of a two-year-old boy, Jeremy Poo, P-O-O-U. His name's Poo. Pow. Caceres. On Monday, the Prince George's County Police Department announced charges against Nilsen Trejo Granados, 25 years old, for first and second degree murder. James Covington, a spokesperson for the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement and Removal Operations in Baltimore, told Fox 5 that Trejo Granados is a Salvadoran national and an illegal immigrant. This is what we were warning you about. This is why when nutbags like Eric Adams, we're going to make New York a sanctuary city. We're going to do good things for New York and the people and the New Yorkers. We're going to make it a great city. We rely on the immigrants in our city. I talk like a fifth grader. Eric Adams, remember the tweet from June of 2021? Now I have another tweet from Eric Adams. But I'm going to try and find this tweet from June of 2021 uh, from Eric Adams that basically said New York City is going to be a sanctuary city under an Adams administration. Here it is. New York City is and has always been a city of immigrants. We're a destination for diversity and a place where people from every nation seek refuge, raise families, and enrich our communities. Under my administration, our government will reflect that. Big, tough Eric Adams needs that vote, needs the votes to win that, that uh, election in New York City. June of 2021 is when that tweet came out. November of 2021 was when the election was held. Remember, it's just like this sign on Martha's Vineyard, right? Here's Eric Adams now doing a complete 180. Eric Adams demands New York walk back sanctuary city status so criminals can be deported. And on that one, I had the wrong, I had the Gateway Pundit uh, with 
the post-millennials stuff on it. So that's not what we wanted. That is not what we wanted. But we can fix it on the fly because we're very talented and highly respected. This is what it's supposed to look like right here. Okay? Now Eric Adams is demanding that New York walks back its sanctuary city status so criminals can be deported. Racist. That's racist. That's what I was told. If you want to deport people who commit crimes, that's racism. We can't do that. As a matter of fact, even Eric Adams campaigning to be the mayor of New York City said that New York City was going to be a sanctuary city. That tweet that I put up didn't have the word sanctuary in it, did it? No, it didn't. It didn't have that word. You don't have on my pillow, too. You don't, do you? No. Okay? But this tweet that I'm going to put up does have the term sanctuary in it. Here you go. From October of 2021. We should protect our immigrants, period. Yes, New York City will remain a sanctuary city under an Adams administration. Well, that sounds a whole hell of a lot different than what he is saying here in this article with the Post Millennial. Eric Adams is now demanding that New York walk back its sanctuary city status so criminals can be deported. If you commit a felony and a violent act, we should be able to turn you over to ICE and have you deported. During a town hall event on Monday, New York City Mayor Eric Adams said that New York's sanctuary city status does not provide the ability for officials to deport illegal immigrants and asylum seekers who are found guilty of criminal acts. Adams said there should be more options for lawmakers when it came to deporting illegal immigrants who commit crimes. Interesting, Eric, because we told you that if you did that with the sanctuary cities and you had people coming in there committing violent crimes and you were a sanctuary city so you hid them from detection from ice and 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 shielded them from deportation that this was going to be a problem and then what happened the media you all of your democrat people the al sharptons of the world called us racist interesting how his stance changed right after the lake and riley situation Why is the Lake and Riley situation significant? Because Lake and Riley's murderer, alleged murderer, Lake and Riley's alleged murderer was arrested in New York City and was released on cashless bail. Democrat policies are killing people. Democrat policies are hurting cities. Democrat policies do not work Unless your goal is to absolutely destroy your country and rip apart society at the fabric that once brought it together. Eric Adams, New York will remain a sanctuary city. Now he's saying New York City needs to stop being a sanctuary city. And let me just be clear. I don't think he wants to deport people who are not who are are committing crimes. I think this is all about not getting any more buses. Because Abbott and all these people, they're sending buses to the sanctuary cities. Now he can say, well, we're not a sanctuary city anymore, so uh, we don't want these people. I think that's what it's all about. It's not about the crime. You have cashless bail in New York City. You have a prosecutor who'd rather go after Trump than actually lock people up who are committing violent crimes. It's not about the crime. It's all about not getting any more of those buses because he's being made into a fool. And he knows that his spot as the mayor of New York City. His office is in danger. Andrew Cuomo will be the next mayor of New York City, mark my words. He polls better than Eric Adams right now if there was a primary. You know, we will make the city much safer. 
except I'm going to grab all of my interns' asses again under their dresses in my office, and we will never close down the schools. You must not remove your mask, but you must remove your bra. Andrew Cuomo, for those of you back in the day who used to watch those press conferences. Folks, one more uh, indicator after we get to this word from our friends over at OFP Farms. Folks, you have chronic pain. Are you tired and sore? I want to introduce you to OFP Farms and their magnesium products. You may be asking, why magnesium? Well, it's because it's an essential nutrient for cell growth, function, and regeneration. Most people are deficient in magnesium without even realizing it. Industrialized farming has made it challenging to acquire the proper amount of daily magnesium from food sources these days. Now, OFP Farms magnesium products are packed with a combination of nutrients and essential oils, which help you feel rested and more relaxed and provide a great source of magnesium by a topical approach. Pain starts to fade. Immediately, once the magnesium starts to work, helping reduce that inflammation, balancing your blood flow, and allowing that recovery process to begin. Get relief from sore muscles, tired joints, headaches, and other inflammatory issues right where you need it with OFP Farms Topical Magnesium Product Line. It's very hard to believe that these simple products can help with so much, but they absolutely do. Now, you're welcome to browse their website at the many five-star reviews, OFP Farms is a patriotic, America-first, God-fearing, small-family farm and a company that absolutely loves LFA TV. The owners have been on this show, Denise and Corey. We love them. They're tremendous people. Visit the website, OFPFarms.com, OscarFoxtrotPapaFarms.com. Use the promo code LFA15 for 15% off at checkout. That is OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. You know what time it is? It's time to talk about pillows. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Lindell needs your help. Get in there and support him because he's up against lunatic lawyers like this guy who has the nerve to call his pillows lumpy. But Mike Lindell gave it right back to him. Support this guy, MyPillow.com, promo code Sean45. And I'm not asking about the lumpy pillow calls. Uh, No, they're not lumpy pillows. That's not what they call on. Okay? When you say lumpy pillows, now you're an asshole. You got that? You're an asshole is what you are. No, he's an asshole. He's an ambulance-chasing asshole. That's what you are. Lumpy pillows, kiss my ass. Put that in your book. No, they they answer anything, any problem customer that wants to reach Mike Lindell. Those are the ones. I want to talk to Mike Lindell. I want to talk to Mike Lindell. They send them to here and they go... Or they call about, um, maybe they didn't get their pillow on time because of uh, um, the FedEx or whatever. But we'll cover them even though it could be somebody else's fault. Nobody called because of a lumpy pillow. But good good one, though. You done? Yeah, I'm done. What I'm saying Obviously, is- you don't have a my pillow too. You don't, do you? What I'm saying is, Mr. Lindell... Asshole. I, oh, go ahead. That is no, MyPillow.com, yes. promo code yep. Sean45. When you're saying what? MyPillow.com, promo code S-H-A-W-N-4-5. MyPillow.com, promo code Sean45, or MyPillow.com slash Sean45 to support Mike Lindell and support this show. You can do both at the same time by heading over to MyPillow.com, promo code Sean45. Great deals on a lot of different products over there at MyPillow. Folks, there's one more great indicator... Going into the 2024 election cycle that I want to discuss with you, you know, I like polls. I like to look at the data. I like to kind of figure out where people are, how they're feeling, get the pulse of the people, so to speak. This new Harvard poll throws a wrench in the final wild card ace in the hole uh, plan that the Democrats have. New Harvard poll suggests 
that voters would prefer Donald Trump to Joe Biden, even if he is criminally convicted. That was the big one. If he gets convicted, his approval rating goes down, his poll numbers go down. And I said a couple of days ago, I think we're getting to a point where people don't care if he's criminally convicted. They just want their life to be better. better. They want their country to be great again. So this poll has some significant indicators. 58% of voters said that, quote, Democrats today are engaged in lawfare against Trump with the multitude of cases that he is finding. The poll asked respondents who they would vote for if Trump is convicted in the Georgia RICO election case brought by Fulton County District Attorney Nathan Tattoo-Gating Champion Fannie Willis. 52% they would still vote for Trump. They said they would still vote for Trump, 52%. That's a majority. While 48% said they would vote for Biden, which is down from 49% in January. Voters were also asked who they would cast their ballot for if Trump is convicted in the January 6th case. Jack Smith, 50 by Jack Smith, 54% said they would vote for Trump if he's convicted in D.C. 46% they would vote, said they would vote for Biden. The responses for Biden are down 52% in, in January. In the Mar-a-Lago classified documents case, Voters were split 50-50 between Trump and Biden, with independents favoring Biden six, uh, over Trump 61 to 39. Still room to improve there. But folks, the majority of voters said that Democrats today are, in, are engaged in lawfare. Our messaging about these phony indictments is working. The indictments are not holding as much weight as they did when they first came out. We are in the driver's seat here, folks. Do what Michigan did last night. Take nothing for granted. They didn't need to have 800,000 people vote in that primary last night. Enthusiasm. Energy. Passion. More passion. More passion. More energy. More energy. More footwork. More foot. All of it. (laughs) Build it into 2024 and create that movement. Create that force. That cannot be stopped no matter how much cheating or shenanigans go on in the election. You can do it. Michigan did it. They showed you in a primary that everyone already knew the result. The minute all the polls closed in the eastern and central time zones of the state, they called the race. And they still came out and more people voted for Trump than voted for all of the Democrat options combined. Be like Michigan. Especially Isabella and Saginaw County. Who voted for Trump overwhelmingly. And I actually had the opportunity to speak in both of those counties. We love them a lot. We love them a lot. They're great. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching and listening. We have leap year day tomorrow. Big video coming out. We're going to put up for tomorrow. Hit that thumbs up button before you leave today. Good, good job with the rumbles today, folks. I guess a lot of people were afraid for their life. You saw Brennan knocking down the trolls in the chat too. Pew, pew, gone. Will Johnson coming up next for Culture Wars at 6 p.m. Based America with Drew Hernandez at 7. Stone Zone with Roger Stone at 8. As President Trump says, we will never give up. We will never give in. And we will never, ever surrender. And if all else fails, we will just become ungovernable. Thank you. God bless you. God bless this one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Have a great rest of your day. Remember to check out the website, farishmedia.com, F-A-R-A-S-H media.com. Subscribe to us anywhere you get your podcasts by searching for Ungoverned. It is free. Join our email list on the website. That's free. Subscribe and follow LFA TV here on Rumble. 
That is free. Hit the thumbs up button on the way out. That is free. It's all free. Do it for us. It helps us grow. It helps us spread this message and build that wave, build that momentum going into the 2024 election. Thank you so much for watching and listening. We'll be back tomorrow pre-recorded because tomorrow is a Newsmax day. 5 p.m. Eastern here on rumble.com slash LFA TV. Until then, have a great rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow afternoon. 